0: what does it mean to make progress selling? You might think it's about hitting quota, but that's a very rear view mirror way to look at your progress. By way of example, when Serena Williams finishes a tennis match, the score is a byproduct of the progress she made each day leading up to the match. The process is what makes you happier, not the score or a made up guess of a number commonly known as quota. But nonetheless, here are a few landmarks on the path to progress to consider. The first and most basic is that you can't get better at something you haven't learned and practiced. Want to get better at chess? Learn the opening game and then play the opening game. Want to get better at making cold calls? Shadow a rep that's good at making cold calls. Want to get better at writing cold emails? Steal emails from reps that are getting responses. The second landmark is that you've made prospecting a daily habit like brushing your teeth. In other words, you're making prospecting regular. When prospecting is a daily habit, you have more conversations, assuming, of course, that you know how to prospect, which we covered in the first step. And the more conversations you have, the more progress you make. It's possible with services like Phone Ready Leads, to consistently have five to seven conversations per 50 dials, but you still have to decide to pick up the phone every day. You can start conversations over LinkedIn and cold emailing as well, but you actually have to send the messages daily. Any positive habit works like this. It can be very easy to skip workouts. It's okay, you simply have to start again. You've detached from the outcome. You've let go of assumptions. When you assume that everyone needs what you sell, You feel this debilitating feeling of rejection when you don't get what you want because you're attaching your self-worth to the outcome. And prospects feel the push, and whenever prospects feel the push, they enter what I call the zone of resistance. The zone of resistance is a reflex reaction to sales pressure, and since pressure is perceived as a threat, it triggers the fight or flight response. Instead, you'll notice you're making progress when you actually don't have expectations. Sure, you have a hypothesis, but you're using a metal detector to search for problems. When you get a beep, you're gonna dig a little deeper. You're not gonna dig when there's no beep. Next, landmark. You're focused on the problem, not the product. This bears repeating one more time. Products have no value without problems. Focusing on the product sounds like this. We are Warmbox, and what we do is we warm up inboxes, and I was hoping to get some time on your calendar to show you how it works. Focusing on the problem sounds like this. We're seeing that 51% of cold emails land in spam How are you ensuring the cold emails your SDRs send don't land in spam today, and then shut your mouth? Sales is a listening practice, not a talking practice. Next landmark, you believe in what you're selling. Without belief, you don't sound confident. Selling is a transfer of confidence. Next, you're able to tune out everything you don't control. You don't control your quota, you don't control your territory, You don't control rude prospects, flight delays, traffic. Focusing on things you don't control is a recipe for being angry and pissed off all the time. Of course, the opposite is also true. Next, you're talking less and you're noticing that prospects are talking more. People don't buy because they understand you. They buy because you understand them. Questions get prospects talking. Statements get you talking. You're able to observe your thoughts. In sales, there's going to be ups and downs happening all the time. Ups and downs just are. You crush quota in Q1. In Q3, you're on a performance plan. There are times in my career where I never thought I'd be making less money. I was wrong. There's also been times in my career where I thought I would never make more money. I was wrong about that too. It won't be long before a down becomes an up but you can choose to make downs last for years by fixating on them. And since your thoughts affect how you feel, when you think in downs, you feel down. The simple act of observing your thoughts and just letting them be turns down the volume and is a superpower for being happier when selling. The next landmark is that you're actually having fun. Having fun makes you happier. Now, there are certainly aspects of your job that are beyond your control, like meetings and compliance training, And fun is, of course, relative. What I find fun, you might not find fun. But I encourage you to look for opportunities to bring fun into your job, whatever that means to you. Something as simple as varying your location. For example, I enjoy working from a park or at the ocean. That's fun for me. Or putting in earbuds and listening to your favorite playlist when you're doing research and building prospecting lists. Few things are better than music, at least to me. Next you stop comparing. When I was younger, I'd find myself glancing over to what other salespeople had that I didn't have, where they were in life that I wasn't. Fancier titles, bigger income, cooler cars, watches, houses. I felt like I was behind when comparing myself to others. There was this sort of lacking mindset that robbed me of a lot of joy when I was in my 30s and even early 40s. When I shifted to comparing myself today to myself yesterday, I felt happier. Progress in sales ultimately comes down to one word, patience. Most people don't fail at sales. They're just not patient enough. If you feel you're a little bit better today than you were yesterday, you're doing it right. You're making progress.